Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Christian in Progress. My name is Samuel Perez. And just a little bit about myself. I am a former gay stripper. Yes, you heard that correctly. And I left the homosexual lifestyle. And this podcast is all about why I did it, how I did it, and how I can help others who are currently going through that, or maybe just people who want more information about it. However, if you're watching this on video, you may have noticed that something is a little bit different. I am not in my usual studio. I am actually in Pittsburgh. That's right. <laughs> the secret is out. I moved to Pittsburgh and I thought, you know, it would be super appropriate for me to talk this entire episode about my move um, to film it in Pittsburgh. So here I am in a park, a random park in Pittsburgh <laughs> that I found uh, and I found an incredible view. So I was like, this is the spot. This is where I'm going to film. Um, but yeah, guys, I wanted to just jump on here and talk a little bit about today's episode is going to be about how I moved, um, kind of why I moved and, um, and it just like where I have been for the past like six years in my life and just kind of give you guys an understanding of my ministry and the online ministry and, and everything that the Lord has done throughout that process. Um, I've never filmed outside before. And so maybe for those of you guys who are listening to this, you like don't pay attention to any of this, but <laughs> I've never filmed outside before. So hopefully it looks amazing and looks good and nothing goes wrong. And so God, I just pray <laughs> that that everything that I do on this podcast today will go amazing and, and, and learn that people can receive something from this podcast. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So yeah, so let's start six years ago when I created my first viral video. I put up my testimony on YouTube and it was just about me leaving the homosexual lifestyle and coming to Christ. And so much has happened. First off, I like uploaded that video and I never thought anyone was going to watch it or see it. I just did it because I was like, okay, if this helps one person, then that's all I need is to be able to do it. You know, I was like, I just want to be able to help just at least one person who can relate to my testimony and know that there's other people out there who have left the homosexual lifestyle and that are wanting to follow Jesus. And so when I did that, it was sitting on the internet for like about a year and just not doing anything. And then just after a year, I was in Bible college and going to you know school for Bible, biblical literature. And the video just like exploded out of nowhere. I'm like, it went from like 5,000 views to, I don't even know, like 300,000, like overnight. And there's a lot that led up to that. And I have another podcast it's episode about that specifically. But but yeah, I was like, okay, well, the Lord is definitely leaning me into online ministry and I really felt that calling. And so I was in Miami already. I moved in with my parents at that time. So I was living with my parents and just, you know, going to school. And then I was like, okay, well, let me do online ministry. So I was like, I live with my parents. I can just do this ministry because, you know, most people would not have the opportunity to just, just do online ministry on their own. And if you guys don't know what ministry means, it just means like literally just talking to people about Jesus. And yeah, <laughs> that's all that ministry means. Like, And so, or just teaching people about Jesus. But yeah, I was like, and most people don't have that opportunity. And I did because I was like, I don't really have to pay a lot of bills. I live with my parents. And so uh, I just devoted myself entirely to just doing that and just setting up what I could set up. So that meant, you know, putting up my website and doing Instagram and, you know, TikTok and anything social media related. I wanted to make sure that I was helping people. And then of course I was really passionate about discipleship. I always have been passionate about discipleship, teaching people about Jesus, teaching people the Bible. And so I started incorporating all those things into my YouTube channel. But I was not happy with Miami. 
I did not like living in Miami. I did not like living in Florida. It was just not my environment that I enjoy. <laughs> I like seasons. I like going through seasons. I also do not like the beach. I feel like everyone in Florida loves the beach because that's all there is in Florida is the beach. And so it just wasn't for me. I barely left my house. I also didn't have a lot of friends. When I left the homosexual lifestyle, a lot of my friends were gay. And so I wasn't really hanging out with them anymore. However, that's that wasn't my choice. It was just kind of on their part. So I didn't have people to go out with. The only places I would go out to were kind of just like the movies or go out to eat. And so I had I had one or two friends that I did have. I didn't have like no one at all. But most of the times I just wanted to spend time with Jesus. And so I just would like lock myself up in my room and just either do online ministry, do content creation, or just spend time with the Lord. And I was really happy. And I would go to a lot of conferences during this time. And I was in kind of just like education mode. I was, I think I was like before my YouTube went viral. I think I was still in college for like about six more months after that. So I was just, I was just in education mode and I was really in love with Jesus and just like pursuing him the best that I I possibly could. I, I was just really alone and just content being with Jesus and just doing my work and doing the online ministry. And that's what made me happy for those seasons. And that was about like probably maybe a three year process. Then the Lord had told me and well, actually had spoken through other people. A lot of people throughout this time would prophesy to me that I was going to be going to California. And I was like, California, <laughs> I don't want to go to California. There's nothing for me in California. It's, it reminds me of Florida. It's just the beach. And so I don't like the beach. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I like mountains. I like hiking. I like, you know, rivers and that kind of stuff. And so I was like, what is for me in California? And it just reminds me of Miami. I'm like, the people there, it's like, it can be shallow. It can be just about using people. And, you know, it's just like, there's nothing good for me there. And a lot of people were saying that I was going to help reach a lot of LGBTQ people in California. And and I was like, okay, if that's the Lord's plan, sure. So it wasn't just one time. It was several times where random people had come up to me and started talking to me about California without even knowing me. And it all happened like around the same time every single year. So throughout this time in online ministry, I was obviously gathering up donations and still am to produce my content, fund my content. It's not, it's, it's not cheap to make these videos. <laughs> the, the camera alone is a lot of money. Websites, you know, there's cost to everything, editing equipment, programs, all of it. Everything costs money. And just to live too, you know, in order to do ministry and just to, to pay my bills, the little bills that I do have while living with my parents. And so, but I was saving money at the same time. Cause I was like, you know what, this money that's been given to me to ministry, I want to use it well. And so I was like, I, I really wanted to actually build a prayer house. And so I started a prayer house in Miami and that didn't really take off. So I just kept continuing to save money. So just in case I needed to, you know, purchase a building one day, or maybe even purchase a discipleship house, which is something I wanted to do as well. And so throughout this time, I, I felt like this was last year, January, I felt like God was really asking me already to go to California, but I didn't know how to start the process. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just go to California for a month. And some of you guys remember this. I did like a little road trip up to California and I had a speaking gig in Canada. So I was like, oh, kind of works out, you know? And I went up to California for a month and I tried it. And I was like, okay, you know what? This is not too bad. It's not exactly where I would choose to live, but it's not about me. It's about what God wants. And so I went to California, was there, you know, hung out with circuit writers, hung out with my friend Ross Johnson, his ministry. There was a lot of things happening during that time. That was during like the Asbury revival. And so a lot of people were like excited about Christianity during that time. 
But but anyway, so after a month, I didn't feel like it was time exactly to move. And and I still wanted to save up some more money because my original intentions were to buy a house. And I wanted to buy a house to continue to do my discipleships. As some of you guys know, I do discipleships online and and I love doing them online, but I really want to transition to in-person ministry as well. And so I was like, it'd be so cool if I had a discipleship house where I could really do life and do a discipleship school within the house. And plus, I don't want to live in an apartment. I don't like apartments. <laughs> it gives me bad memories from when I was in New York living on my own. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go back to an apartment. So I was like, I'm just going to do the house option. And I've saved up enough money to try to get a house at least. I, I didn't know the whole process. But anyways, I went back to Miami after January. After, it, this was like late February or ending of February. And I stayed a couple more months in Miami. And during that time, I was involved in another ministry. They were building a prayer house in South Florida of their own. And I was kind of helping them out and stuff. And so just during that time, the Lord didn't say anything to me. And I was just kind of waiting on him. Like, Lord, let me know when you want me to leave. And I was just in Miami, you know, like I was sad. Yes. Can you say I was depressed? I don't like using those words, but I definitely slept a lot. It just created content. I didn't really have a lot of people to hang out with. And somewhere around July, I started actually like pushing myself to be a little bit more social because I was like, Samuel, like you need to make friends and you need to go out and you need to like do stuff that like excites you. And so I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> let me, let me go out and make some friends. So in July, I started just like talking to more people being like pushing myself out of my like comfort zone and, and doing that. And so, so I started making little friends here and there, but I still wasn't just like, I wasn't happy where I lived and the winter was coming up and Every time winter comes up, I always, you know, think about New York and how I lived on my own and how I had my own things. And I mean, guys, it's hard. Like I was 27 years old and still living with my parents. That's not really somewhere that anyone wants to be. You know, um, when you're 27 years old, you want to have your own things and l- be living your own life. And my parents are awesome. I love them. I love living with them. They they were the best thing that could have ever happened for my online ministry. I mean, like the best thing. Without them, I would not have been able to do ministry. I would not have been able to serve it. They helped me so much, especially my mom. She was the person that would come to my room to make sure my life check my my lives were working correctly, and you know, just helping me move stuff. And whenever I had an event, you know, help me, helping me financially or you know whatever. They my parents are incredible and just really very very supportive. But I wanted to live on my own. You know, I'm 27 years old. It's time for my life to start. And so <laughs> I was like, that made me sad that I was like, man, you know, like, am I doing the right thing with my life? Like, and I just feel like I, I felt like I wasn't living my life to the to fullest that God wanted me to live. I was just like, like this, these were my days. Basically, this is how my days were. I would wake up, I would go to the gym. I would spend at the gym around three to four hours because I had nowhere else to go. And then I would go home you know, think of content ideas or prepare a Bible study or do a, a call, a discipleship call. And then I would go to sleep and I would do it all over again. And sometimes there would be days where I wouldn't even talk to people. Like there would be like several days in a row where I wouldn't even talk to people. And then hopefully someone would come up to talk to me at the gym. And then I would just like be able to talk to them for the first time, in like four days, you know, talk to another human being. So I did this for years, guys, like years. Like I was in Miami and kind of my wilderness season. It was a wilderness season for years and and I'm proud of it. I'm happy that I went through because I learned so much. I matured throughout that process. It wasn't where I wanted to be, but it was where I needed to be. And I'm really thankful for God for for helping me teaching me lessons throughout that time. 
and for being my friend and, and, you know, just purified me during that time as well. Like through the fire I went and I came out like cold, you know, so it was definitely needed. <laughs> and, but anyways, yeah, that, those were my days and I was, it was sad, you know, I was just like, would wake up and I didn't really have much motivation to do anything. And when, and I, I grew up and born and raised in Miami. And so like, there was nothing in Miami that excited me. Like I was like, I'd explored every park you could think of, every beach you could think of, every building you could go in. Like I had a memory in pretty much every single location in all of Florida. I mean, not all of Florida, sorry. That's an exaggeration. All of Miami and for Lauderdale. And so I was like, I need, I need support in you. I need to be excited about life again. And so, but I was, you know, whatever God wants. Like I know, I know that God knows me better than I know myself. And so sometimes I'm like, I don't need to necessarily know everything or understand everything. I just have to trust God. And so I was like, if God wants me in Miami, then that's what I need to do. And that's what I will do. And so, yeah, after I think like this was, so in October, I actually got a dream and the dream was my mom was approaching me in the dream and she was telling me, Samuel, you're never going to stop being sad and, you know, depressed unless you move by faith. And in the dream, I had gone to California moving by faith. And so I, I, you know, the Lord speaks to me a lot in dreams. And so I was like, okay, well, like this is possibly like God speaking to me through, through a dream and giving me the confirmation to, that, I, that I've been waiting for to go to California. And so I was like, all right, so let's start the process. So I got a realtor. My friend Tiffany was helping me out with that. And then I went to a mortgage lender. And then during this process, I, I felt like it was all God because I was on Jubilee. And so I was traveling to California anyways to, to film that and to do that. And I was like, okay, this is all lining up. Like everything is good. And then I went to school. I had to pick an area in California to live in. So I picked Crestline because it was like two hours away from the city and it was still kind of mountainous. And I, I really wanted mountains. I wanted to live in the mountains. And it was like a quaint small town. It wasn't cr the craziness of Los Angeles. I was like, I don't want that. I don't want to live there. But yeah, so we looked at houses and we finally settled on two houses that were, you know, okay priced for California. <laughs> and, and it was cool because my realtor was a Christian. And so it was just, it was a cool time. But we did all that, figured out the stuff with the mortgage lenders, figured out, you know, what could afford, what would the bank give me, you know, all that stuff. And, and then we put in the offer. This was like a two month process. We put in the offer for two houses to see which one, you know, would accept it. And but like one at a time, you can't do both at the same time. And so both of them wanted more money. And it was like a, a like a back and forth process of like, okay, this is what, you know, negotiating, this is what we want to put. And then they're like, no, we want more. And then we got to a point where I got to a point where I'm like, I don't want to pay that much money for this house. Like this house, it was a small house. I'm like, this is supposed to be a discipleship house. I don't want to pay so much money. And you know, that's California. I don't want to pay a bunch of money just for a tiny little house that I will probably maybe only be able to fit like two people in. And, and so I was like, I just felt like from God, like if I, if I offered any more money, it would be me and not God. Because the things of God, I want to explain to you guys something. When God wants to do something in your life, it's hard, but it's easy at the same time. It's more like it, it's hard, but you have peace in it. And so this was how I knew for my university, which university to go to. I still had to do all the processes, all the paperwork, which was hard, but I had so much peace and understanding like this is where God wanted me. And I, I felt like the process was easy. And I have another podcast where I talk about like going to another university and that, that just didn't work out. And I just knew it wasn't from God because it was like hard. So this whole process, I'm like, 
it wasn't easy. Like it, it, some parts were, but there were other parts where it was like, I felt like it, I was pushing too much and just trying to make my own way. And that's how you know that something is not from God. It's when you're making strides and you're stressing yourself out and you have anxieties and you have fears and you have worries. It's like, that's not God telling you to do that. That's probably you telling yourself to do that. And so I was like, I'm so confused, God. Like, I thought this was going to work out. And we put in our final offer and they declined it. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to put in another offer. Like, that's way too much money. And, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And so I got really depressed. I got really sad. I was like, I thought this was going to work out. It didn't work out. Like, I got excited about moving. Now I'm not going to be moving. So I was just really, really confused throughout this whole thing. And, and God seemed to be, you know, God seemed to be like very silent throughout this whole thing. And I was like, well, God, you know, what, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to go to California? Do you want me to go to another state? Like, where do I go? What do I do? And, and for a while I was like, you know what? I'll just stay in Miami for another year. It's not a big deal. I can save more money. It won't be horrible, you know? But then I quickly realized after a month passing by that I was not getting better emotionally and I was just like the, the depression, the sadness continued. And I was like, I need to change in my life. I can't continue to be here with my parents. I can't continue to live in this house anymore. And I can't continue to live in this city. I'm like, I don't think God would want me to be sad all the time and just like not making friendships. And, you know, th- there's a lot going on. And so I was like, okay, you know what? Let me try to look at different places where I would want to live, you know, like Asheville, North Carolina. South Carolina, well, Asheville's in North Carolina, but <laughs> Virginia, just anywhere near the Appalachians. I love the Appalachians, love the Appalachian Mountains. I think they're awesome. And so I was like, that'd be a good, cool place where I could hike and mountains bring me happiness. Mountains are like super cool cave systems, like supernatural horror stories. Like I like that kind of stuff. I know. And so, but then I was like, I don't really want to buy a house in a place where I don't know. And I don't want to go through the whole process of finding a realtor and then telling her that it's not going to happen. And, you know, I was like, maybe I should pick out a, like a city and do an apartment. You know, I don't, I didn't want to do an apartment, but I'm like, it'll only be a short time, maybe like a year or something to do an apartment. And then I'm like, while I'm, if I do do the apartment route, I don't want to do just like a basic apartment. Like I'm kind of bougie, you know, I'm like, I, if I'm going to go to an apartment, I want to be able to meet people and I want to be able to be social. And so my apartment has to have amenities and like fun things to do. And so I was like, but these towns that I was looking into were like small towns, like West Virginia and Asheville and like South Carolina. Like I'm like, they don't have these type of what you would call luxury apartments, which they're not luxuries, but they're just like have amenities there's no sky rises and high rises. I'm like, oh, it'd be really cool, you know, to have a window. Like I had preferences, you know, I did have preferences. And I just like was praying to God throughout this whole time. I was like, God, you know, like, I don't know if you want this, but I feel you telling me like, do what you need to do. And that's really what I did feel from God. I, I like this whole process. And he was like, you did things my way. And so just like figure things out, you know? And so I was like, I was obedient with the Lord when it came to California. And then now he was, I guess, giving me liberty. So with liberty, I was like, okay, so then I don't know how I even didn't think about this. You know, you guys know that I did road trips before. And on one of my road trips, I had passed by Pittsburgh. And I was like, the city is really beautiful. It was kind of just like I was just passing through my car. And I had to stop. And I stopped at a coffee shop. And I stopped at the downtown. And I was riding a scooter. 
and there was mountains all around me. It was gorgeous, guys. If you haven't been to Pittsburgh, it's it's really underrated. Hopefully, this video does not go viral so that nobody knows about it. It stays underrated. But not only that, but it's super close to West Virginia, where Appalachian Mountains are, and it's got beautiful parks all around. And so it was like, it was a mix of like, you know, you, you get country, but then you also still get city. And it's a huge like city, like metropolitan city. So I was like, all right, God. I was like, I didn't even think about Pittsburgh, but on my road trip, I even said, I remember that last road trip. I said, I was like, Pittsburgh is one of my favorite cities in all of America. Cause I've saw all the cities that America had to offer pretty much all of them. And I was like, I liked Pittsburgh the most personally, just for me. You never hear that from anyone else, <laughs> but I liked it. And it's funny because, you know, like Philadelphia is like, I think maybe like two, three hours away and or five, five hours away. And I hate Philadelphia. I would never, I would never live there. <laughs> so it's funny how they're close together, but they're totally different. But anyways, so I, I was like, you know what? I didn't even think about Pittsburgh. I was like, let me see if there's any high rises, luxury apartments in Pittsburgh that I can stay at for a year and figure out if I like Pittsburgh and then buy a house there. That would be more reasonable because what if I move in and I don't like where I live, you know, then I'm back at Miami kind of situation. And so, so yeah, so I looked and I did see that there were apartments, a lot of apartments in the downtown and I booked a flight and I went to Pittsburgh and it was a weekend and I looked at all the apartments and guys, I kid you not, like one of the ones that I was most interested in had everything that I wanted. It was affordable and it had all the space that I needed for my office and for my bedroom. And then it had all the amenities as well. It has like a gym, it has a lounge room, it has so much bike room, a music room, you know, because one of the things was like, I'm a musician, I don't want to bother anyone in my apartment playing music. This building comes with a music room where no one can hear you if you go in there and, and play music. And so I was like, man, this place seems built for me. And then I would walk around the downtown and I saw all my favorite restaurants. So there are two restaurants I love, which is Five Guys. I love burgers and I love Chipotle. So Chipotle and Five Guys was right like two blocks down, <laughs> like basically like the only restaurants downtown for some reason. And then it's like local restaurants, like corporate chains. And then my gym. So you guys know I'm obsessed with the gym. My gym, UFC gym, is the only gym in downtown besides this other gym called the, the, the Eagle or the Edge or something. I don't know. It starts with an E, but it's the only gym there. And I was like, this is, this city feels like it's like built for me. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is going on here? Like, this is so strange. I'm like, I won't even need to change my membership. And the gym is beautiful like that. And there's not a lot of people that go to the gym, which is also really good too. And like for temptation purposes that I don't, not, not tempted as much, like lustfully, I should say. So it was chill. It was like a cool downtown. It was like a clean smaller version of New York. And I loved, I loved it. And I was like, okay, you know what? I, I feel like I should get an apartment here. Like this is, this is it. So I prayed about it. I asked God to open the doors and close the doors if they weren't for me and just prayed a lot, prayed with my family, prayed with my mentors. And then I made the decision and I put in an offer for the apartment, I guess. Well, not an offer, but I was like, I put in an application <laughs> for the apartment and I got it. It went through and I was like, wow, okay, like this is, this is the Lord then, you know, he opened the doors. So I moved and this was a process all throughout January. So I'm sorry guys, I wasn't able to make a podcast or just like make videos and stuff during that time. But I'm like making stuff now and I want there to be a change in my content as well. Like 
this is a change, you know, doing something with a view for you guys being a little bit more creative. I've been doing the same thing for the past like two years and I want to kind of change that, be a little bit more authentic with you guys, um, include you guys in more stuff and just put out more, more stuff in general. There's a lot of projects that I'm currently working on, working on right now for you guys. But yeah, I, I moved and it was a process of like two, three weeks. It was stressful leaving my family, leaving my friends, not like the uncertainties of everything of is God going to be able to provide for me during this time. But I just put everything in the Lord's hands. And I'm also really excited because I really love it here. <laughs> and I love jumping on a bus and being able to go explore. And I do have two friends. They're not exactly in the city, but they are about an hour away, both of them. And and I get to visit them, you know? And so, and I'm, I know I'm going to make more friends. And, but anyways, so my birthday happened while I was moving. It was February 2nd. And the Lord's so good. This random girl from my apartment building ended up inviting me to her housewarming party. And I didn't have a birthday cake or anything because I don't know anyone here, you know? I, I didn't, wasn't going to throw a party. And she had a random cake there. And then she made it into a birthday cake for me. So like, it was just a testimony of just like how God loves me and he sees me and he cares about me and even cares about me to give me a birthday cake, you know? And so God definitely used her and I was able to meet more people in the building through her and her party. So things have just been working out really beautifully. But going back to California, what was the deal with California? So I was in my shower and I was still asking God, like, God, what was that? Like, why did you asked me to go to California and to do that whole process because it was so disheartening and I lost a lot of hope, but I did learn a lot of things. Like I learned how to put an offer to a house, you know, what to like how to tour houses. There was so much that I learned throughout the process. And actually, you know what, if I hadn't been thinking of moving to California, I probably wouldn't even have done the Jubilee thing either. But my Jubilee episode that aired, which is LGBTQ versus, you know, ex-LGBTQ, I wouldn't have done it. So that was, you know, kind of a blessing in disguise, but Sort of. I still don't know how I feel about that <laughs> shooting. But but yeah, I was like, what was that about God? Why did you ask me to move somewhere? And then it didn't even work out. Like, did I not hear you correctly? Like, was I just thinking for myself? And and so God spoke to me in the shower. Finally, after months of not hearing about any of this, not understanding, he said, what's your middle name, Samuel? Did you forget your name? And I said, well, my name's Abraham. And then he's like, exactly. And then God gave me a vision of Abraham taking his son to the mountain and God asking him to give up his son and at the very last minute stopping him so that his son would not be sacrificed. And this Abraham, that, that was everything to Abraham. His son was his life and he was willing to sacrifice it for God. So what God was basically telling me was, Samuel, I asked you to go to California because I wanted to see if you would sacrifice your life to do something that you don't want to do or to go somewhere you didn't really want to be and would you be happy and obedient to do it and I guess I passed the test because I was ready to sign the dotted line and buy a whole house in an area where I did not want to be I didn't think it was going to make me happy I didn't have any friends or family there either and it was somewhere where I remember the first time I went to California I cried I cried because I was like I had all these prophetic words and I was like I don't think I want to be here (laughs) like I don't like it here I don't like the West Coast. I don't like desert. <laughs> and and so I was confused. And I was like, wait, so God, you're trying to tell me that the whole thing was just a test to see if I would sacrifice my wants in my life. And then not only that, he blessed me for doing that and for 
going all the way through it. And then he blessed me and put me in a place where this city feels like it's designed for me. And so I have the most incredible apartment. I probably in the future hopefully will hopefully be able to start a discipleship house here, put roots down here. And and everything just is connecting and, and I'm so much happier here. I really am. Like, I love it here. I'm like away from family and friends and I don't even care. Like, like this is amazing. I'll make new family friends. And I'm excited to see what God is going to do with Pittsburgh and and how God wants to use me here in Pittsburgh. And so it's been a real testimony. I didn't understand what God was doing, but it was a test. And when you're going through tests, you never know you're going through a test. But I'm happy to say that through the Lord's grace and strength, I was able to be obedient and to be able to go through with it. And so, yeah, that's why I moved to Pittsburgh. That's why I'm here. I'm enjoying every second of it. And I hope to include you guys in the process of it. And so there's definitely going to be changes when it comes to my content creation and just the ministry in general. And if you guys haven't already, join my Discord. Go to my online church. I am pastoring. I am doing discipleships. I would love to teach you. I would love for you guys to get involved. We definitely need more guys. We have a lot of girls. <laughs> and so if that's something you're interested in, if you've been looking for an online church or you've just been looking for people to do life with and to do Bible studies with and learn and grow and find out your purpose with the Lord, join the online church, join the Discord. You won't regret it. We already have like 21 members or so, and it's it's great. And so, yeah, there's so much coming up, guys. I'm excited for it. And hopefully you guys enjoyed this video and hopefully it was shot well and everything worked out well. <laughs> but I wanted to end out in a Bible verse because throughout this whole process, I was thinking to myself, like there was a Bible verse that stood out to me about everything with California and everything that I went through. And it's in Matthew and it's Matthew 6, 33, I believe, hopefully. I looked this up yesterday and hopefully it is there. Okay, maybe it wasn't. Oh, wait, I'm at seven. <laughs> Matthew 6, 33. So I'll read it in context. Um, I'll read the whole paragraph. It says, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything that you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So for me, I think what stood out is I sought the kingdom of God first, and then God gave me everything that I needed, and even things that I wanted. And God has been good to me. And so that's my message for you guys today. Seek the kingdom of God first. Seek him first, even when you don't understand. And he will surely reward you with righteousness. And not only that, he'll give you everything that you need. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.